What's up, world? Welcome to another episode of the Brandon Janu Show. As you already know, I am Brandon Janu as well. Like always, go follow me on YouTube, Brandon Janu Show. Shout out to everybody's liking the videos on there, comment on the videos on there. Appreciate it. Uh, social media, Brian Janu Show is on Instagram, TikTok, and of course, Facebook. They have the Brian Janu Show on Facebook, so you type that in. It's <laughs> Brian Janu Show on Facebook, uh, Brian Janu Show on Instagram and TikTok, though, social media sites. And of course, like always, man, just podcast platforms everywhere is Brian Janu Show. Now, you might have to space it depending on some of these sites, uh, some of these podcast platforms. They might make you have to space it, but. If you space it, it's still Brandon Janu show. Um, as you can see, it's J A N E A U. Um, and I hope you guys enjoy this, man. Um, this episode, I really, really do, man. Uh, and uh, I got a new episode out right now. Uh, it's the debate, life and times of music. The debate. Uh, me, I, I'm discussing my favorite two albums from one of my favorite artists, Drake. Um. Uh, of his discography, Take Care versus Nothing Was the Same. And that's out right now. So go listen to it, figure out, find out which album I picked from his discography. Um, I just posted also on social media and on my YouTube channel um, uh, some uh, photos uh, of what's coming next on Life of Times of Music, particularly the albums I will be talking about the, in the debates that I will be doing. So uh, that's coming soon. Uh, uh, season 7 is officially in swing, and I hope you guys enjoyed this episode, because this is also Life of Times with music. Uh, also, be on the lookout this Sunday. I will be start posting clips maybe tomorrow, maybe, what, shit, today is Thursday, holy fuck. <laughs> today is Thursday, fuck, holy shit. Um, yeah, holy fuck. Yeah, today's Thursday, shit. Um... So I might start posting clips tomorrow. Yeah, I definitely will start posting clips tomorrow because the episode comes Sunday. So I'll probably start posting clips tomorrow. Maybe tonight. Might start posting clips tonight uh, on social media uh, about uh, the next episode dropping that Sunday, which is going to be the Royal Rumble rate and review show for life, wrestling of life. And I will be doing my first, uh, which this will be out. This will be later, but I will already have done it. Uh, my first SmackDown Live review show. So uh, on Instagram Live. So. When you hear this, that will be where I'll be doing my Wrestling Life SmackDown review shows. Uh, but until then, um, let's get into today's episode, and that is Life of Times for Music. Big Sean. Let's get into it. So I, I've, I've done this, uh, Life of Times for Music's, uh, music, where I've, 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 I've taken all types of artists. Now I'm doing albums. Now I'm doing albums, debates on albums now I'm doing. So many things. I do I do particular just a album I love in the discography that I'm just like this is the best album I feel like. Um uh so yeah, but this is fun for me, man. I enjoy this and uh this is where this gets a little bit interesting, man, because Big Sean is one of my favorite uh rappers. I actually think when you actually talk about the decade of the two thousand tens, he don't get enough respect. I think he doesn't get enough respect. I feel like the man is actually really fucking good. You know, he's one of the best rappers. You don't get the respect he deserves. Now, I don't know why. I mean, if, if, y'all love Kanye. Kanye signed him. Like, like, like and he gets no respect. Like, none. Good God. Um, You know, uh, but let's get into it. So, the first time I ever heard Big Sean ever 
was on uh, Cooler Than Me, which was a Mike Posner uh, song back in 2009, but the remix came out like 2010. No, the song came out like late 2009, early 2010, but Cooler Than Me remix came out like 2010, and that's the first time I heard Big Sean uh, rapping at the end of the song, and I'm like, oh, this, this is kind of dope. I like the song already. I like Cooler Than Me. thought the song was really dope, and then I heard the remix, and Big Sean's on it, and I'm like, who's this, this dude? And then 2000, uh, late 2010, going into 2011, that's when uh, Big Sean became, you know, more visible for the eyes and everybody heard about him. Uh, of course, he started running with good music. And, of course, um, you know, he was doing a lot of mixtapes, a lot of freestyles. Uh, but, of course, his first album came out in 2011, which was finally famous, which uh, celebrated his 10-year anniversary 2021, um, yeah, holy shit, 2021, um, and this, this project was, you know, uh, his first project, it was his debut album, um, to be honest, I, I didn't like it, I didn't like Finally Famous at all, it had some hits, of course, like every debut album has, it has hits, um, of course, my last, I liked my last when it first came out, like, Chris Brown at the time was just kind of coming back from, all of his shit, and Chris Brown was so red hot, so for him to get, you know, Chris Brown on his song, that kind of was like, oh, wow, Chris Brown adorsed this dude, so he must be something special, and, and my last was fire, it was a fire fucking song, I thought the shit was dope, um, and then, of course, uh, Marvin Gaye and Chardonnay comes out with Roscoe Dash, and Roscoe, Man, we got. I gotta do a unsung fucking one of these one time because Roscoe Dash. It's like Roscoe Dash. So many people that like had an early like a early blitz and then they just like faded. Like I don't know what the fuck happened. Him, K Camp. It's a lot of them. I'm I'm I'm, I'm gonna think about that. But Roscoe Dash and then Kanye on that one. Uh, you know, and as we've gotten older now, we've seen Big Sean and Kanye's relationship. It's interesting, you know what I'm saying? Like it, that was one of his first artists he ever signed a good music. He really believed in this guy, and to see them on a song and Marvin Gaye and Chardonnay. I never liked Marvin Gaye and Chardonnay. I thought it was dope. I thought it was a cool song, um, but it just, it just never hit for me. I never thought it was a really good song. Uh, he also did a song called "I Do It," which was also a song off the of a finally famous 2011. The only song that people would probably say they fucked with heavy off of that Finally Famous is Dance, which is ass, you know, with him and Nicki Minaj was the remix, and Nicki was so fucking red hot at that time, like, for her to jump on that song, you know, so for her to jump on that song, it was just, a, it, that made him a star, like, Marvin Gaye and Chardonnay didn't do a lot for him, my last kind of got his name out there, but ass gave him another fucking trajectory. And you're like, all right, he got something. And then I started listening to the free the verses that he was putting out in 2011. Uh, the first time I heard a verse from him, of course, was uh, might have been Wiz Khalifa, Cabin Fever. He owned like two songs off that that mixtape from Wiz Khalifa, and it was uh, phone numbers for him and Trader Troop. And matter of fact, I don't even think he got a verse on that bitch. I think he was just freestyle. I think he was just doing a hook. No, I do got a verse. He had a verse at the end. I'm tripping. He got a verse at the end. 
Um, but he also does the hook on phone numbers, which is really dope. Um, but of course, the verse that the song that everybody remembers is Gang Bang when he was on that with, with Wiz. And that bitch was like legendary. His verse off that bitch is still fucking great. But well, he said, I tell the bitch, buy down to a motherfucking G, ho. I work hard. I drink slow. <laughs> like, yeah, that shit was fine. He caught that beat, man. That nigga was running that shit. I was like, God damn. My picture's always on. My car got my tip to the campground. And my picture's always on your bitch background. Like, voila. It's just me inside hot. Younger enough to be your son, but she called me Big Papa. <laughs> She gave me or oh nana. There's a then I disappear like Tada. And then I disappear like Wala. Smoking on that Tada. Now who in the fuck gonna stop us? <laughs> I was like, yeah, damn, that shit fire. That verse and then he did uh two chains, um, true religion mixtape and KO. Oh, that shit was so fire. And that's what made me a fan of Big Sean, because this album didn't do enough for me. I was like, yeah, that's all right. But when I started hearing his verses off those songs, I'm like, oh, nah, nigga. I'm, I'm sleeping on this nigga. This nigga actually rap for real, for real. And then his verse off KO with 2 chains, Like, what he said, I do it. I'm, 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 I'm sipping. I'm sipping and rolling. I'm rolling and sipping. I'm, uh, what he said, uh, uh, damn, what he said, shit. I'm burning purple. Pur- I'm burning purple champagne. And it's a real nigga abortion. I'm living my life like the end is approaching. Uh, niggas talk shit, but that's free promotion. I'm living my life like the end. Man, fuck these niggas with a passion. I'm getting money from the cradle to the casket. My mom, my grandma said, "Boy, you need to use a boy. You need to read the Bible chapter. Tell I bought a house, uh, as a house bigger than our pastors. Hallelujah! <laughs> you fucking with a bad bitch kind of sewer. <laughs> God damn. Yeah, that nigga was rapping. Man. I was like, God damn, they didn't kill KO. And I was like, yo, maybe I'm tripping, man. And then I think, uh, and then, then it goes into 2012, and that's when I really became a Big Sean fan because he dropped Detroit Mixtape. This shit was legendary. Like, Detroit Mixtape was legendary. And I remember, like, being like, ah, that fuck Big Sean. I, I like some of his songs. I like his verses. I can do it. I listen to the shit, and I'm like, ooh. I'm like, if his albums are like this, then he gonna do something. He gonna have something very special. And I feel like that's kind of how it went, man. He he dropped this project. It, this mixtape was such a phenomenal mixtape. I think it's one of the best mixtapes of the last decade. Like it's 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 up there. The kind of the the twenty year stretch of mixtape game is up there. It's it's up there. Now it's on streaming services. So if you haven't heard that mixtape, which is kind of crazy, um. Go listen to it. <laughs> like it's, it's, it's one of the best mixtapes I heard, you know. Um, and then the collaborations he had on there. Um, J. Cole, Kendrick Lamar, Ross the Five Nine. He had stories from Common and, excuse me, Jeezy. And, you know, he had so many people on that project, man. Fresh Montana and, you know, it, yeah, man, that makes it was crazy while laying him, like, him and Wiz had a song on that mixtape. Like, he has so many songs of the Detroit. T- Janae Aiko and him was was killing shit on that mixtape. So, uh, Chris Brown, like he, yeah, man, Detroit Detroit mixtape is probably one of my favorite mixtapes I've ever heard. Like, it's up there. It's 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 that's what made me a fan. I'm like, damn, if he go into the next album like this, man, he gonna he gonna kill it. 
And of course, also the the first the verses he was doing in twenty twelve, where you know the good the 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 cruel summer mixtape this cruel summer compilation project comes out, which is good music, and he jumps on mercy. Mercy comes out. He's kills mercy. Like uh, say yay, say yay. Don't we do this every day, day? This is a like. I was like, oh shit, skirt, uh, skirt. <laughs> Uh, and then of course he does click with Jay and Kanye, which bro, you want a song with Jay and Kanye, you better show the fuck up and show show out, nigga. Like that's you you might not get another chance with Jay and Kanye. And to be on a song with them and hold his own, that's crazy. Uh you know, so twenty twelve and then he also did a song with Tiger, I'm gone, which was fire. Um and it goes into the Hall of Fame album, which Again, at that time, his albums were not living up to what I've heard from him. He had hits, he had some songs, but he just didn't have the body of work that I was like looking for. I'm like, damn, this nigga, he kills verses, he kills mixtapes. Like, okay, where's the fucking album? And I just didn't feel it. I didn't feel it for a Hall of Fame. And of course, if you know anything about the time that Hall of Fame drops in 2013, that's around the time that he he does his uh, Kendrick Lamar verse off of Hall of Fame, which is. Control and he gets seemingly bodied by Kendrick Lamar. But if you ask me, I like Big Sean's verse. Big Sean was first off that song and he killed Control. Like if you actually listen to it, if you didn't know what was coming next, you probably would say Big Sean had the best verse off that fucking song. Like let's be real, he had the best verse off that song. But then he got like he got like flat for like having Kendrick on his song and pretty much dissing this nigga on his own. And a lot of people got on him for that. And and and, and Hall of Fame was. Was was cool. It was decent. Beware with him, Janae Aiko and Little Wayne. You had ten, ten to ten. I like the remix better. Then the remix is fire with him, Ross and Travis Scott. That shit is fire. Uh, Guap, Guap is fire. That's a fire fucking song. Um, fire. Which if you actually watch the video, I think him and Molly and Molly Cyrus is in a video for fire. You know, but Hall of Fame wasn't a bad album. It just I felt like at that time he just didn't have, and he also put uh Moolah on the on the on there. He also did the Moolah remix on there. I felt like it wasn't a bad album. It wasn't a bad album. It just wasn't the mixtape, and I felt like, damn, if he would have put that on this, he would have killed it. And of course, like I said, Control in 2013 kind of shocked it, but also in 2013 he also dropped another couple of verses where you just like this nigga here, bro. <laughs> like, uh, nothing was the same. I just did, like I said, nothing was the same just recently. Uh, for the Drake situation, the Drake thing, nothing was the same. All me, his all me verse, twenty thirteen. You know, like, oh, shut the fuck up! I got way too much of my mid to <laughs> like, god damn, nigga. Is is one of them, man? Like, he is just that dude, man. I. I, I you know, he had so many verses, but he, it just felt like he was he was missing the album. He was missing the fucking album. And then 2014 comes out, and 2014 comes, and then I don't fuck with you. <laughs> like, God damn. I don't fuck with Chew Drops. And it's just like, oh, fuck, he got a hit. Like, he got a real hit. And I'm like, man, if this fucking album does what it needs to do, he will, yes, it could finally be. And he finally did it. 
Dark Sky Paradise comes out in 2015, and it just shows you this man can fucking go, man. The song's on there, man. I don't fuck with you. Blessings with him and Drake. Playing no games with him, Chris Brown, Ty Dolla Sign. Uh, him and Janae Aiko got like two songs off that project. Wins, win some and lose some. You had also um, uh, what's the other damn song? God damn it, I forgot the other damn song that they did together. Oh, that fucking project. Um, but yeah, uh, but him and Janae Aiko, uh, y'all know what the fucking song I'm talking about. I know that's what I think is. Yeah, I know. Um, him and Ariana Grande because they were dating at that time. Research. Uh. That's on fucking hard. Like, uh, him and Lil Wayne. Oh, man. Him and Weez. Him and Wayne. When them niggas get together, they kill shit. Like, I, I also, I forgot. My, my homie still, which was, I think, in 2012. My homie still, 2012, yeah. Off of, like, uh, yeah, my homie still with him and Wayne. That was the first time them niggas collabed. Um, which, I did not like that song. So, that's probably why I forgot it. <laughs> like, like I, I just did not like that fucking song. But... Yeah, man, 2015, Big Sean was different. You can tell, like, oh, shit, he finally is in the conversation. There it is. He finally is in the conversation. Because I always felt like, to me personally, it was, it's been like, it's, it, everybody says, like, this this three-headed race. But I feel like Big Sean should have got more love. He, he he's, he's truly, like, if you had to ask me the decade best rappers, the 2010 best rappers decade-wise, it would have been for me, J. Cole, Drake, Kendrick, Nikki, Big Sean. And Nikki only jumps in because her impact is so massive. Like her impact was bigger than Sean's. But his lyrical ability and his, his ability to keep going, like Sean would have been in on my top five. Like he's in my top five of the best rappers of 2010s. Like he's in it. Um and Dark Sky Paradise is one of those reasons. Like he finally fucking showed people, yo, I could fucking do this. He had it. Him and Kanye had some songs on there, but the album finally gave you what you were looking for for Big Sean. It was like, like I said, the first two albums is kind of like, okay, you're just throwing this shit out here. I don't even know if you're really trying to... And and now you hear maybe like, which I'm going to get into, but you hear maybe he probably was just throwing those two albums out there just to probably get out of the situation he was in. But Dark Child Paradise is finally the album that I think he just, he finally fucking got it. Um... Which leads it to 2016, 2017, where he he drops um I decide. I decided. I decide I decided uh album, which was another good body of work. Like I fucked with that project. I thought it was a really good hanging halfway off the balcony. Um uh of course bounce back, but I didn't really like bounce back like that. Uh, I got the moves. I didn't like that fucking song either. Yeah, I like the songs I like. Jack Sunday uh, Sunday morning Jack Pack with him in a dream was fire. Him and Jeremiah, man, it's such a it's such an uplifting. The light, oh that shit is uh, such an uplifting song. I like that song a lot, man. Um, him and Amigos, like him and Amigos, even did that song that song on that project. That shit was fire. I like that song. Like um, but yeah, I decided was actually a really good body of work. A lot of people slept on it. I don't know why, but I thought it was a really good fucking body of work. Um, it's another song that you oh fuck, but it's another song that that he killed. He also did a a a, a compilation project with his now child's mother, Janae Aiko, uh, twenty eighty eight. I didn't listen to the project like that. 
but I love when they do do songs together. Like I think those two together, when they do songs, they have a massive, they have an incredible chemistry when they do songs. But Janelle Eco has incredible chemistry with any person she got on songs with. I mean, I can literally tell you, Sparks Fly with J Cole is the best song I've ever heard. But also, I can say from time with her and Drake is crazy. Like her and Chris Brown got hits. Like this shit is she was killing shit. She's one of those that fit every every artist, and I feel like her and Bichon, they just they just mesh clearly. So like <laughs> clearly, um, but um, I decide was such a a really good project, and then he kind of did like a couple EP, he did an EP, uh, with Metro Boomin, and the EP was kind of slept on. I'm gonna be honest, the EP was kind of slept on. Like, it was really fucking good. Like, the EP was actually really good. Him and Travis Scott, the first song, you know, you know, do you know where you're going to? Yeah, like, he took uh, Diana Ross sample and just ran that shit with Travis Scott. That bitch was so fire. Him and Thug got a bang on that bitch. Like, it was, uh, yeah, that EP was really good. I'm in tune, I'm in tune, I'm in tune. Yeah, yeah, I'm in tune, I'm in tune. (laughs) Like, like that that is just a, a really dope fucking yeah that was a really dope ep man it was a really good ep um which you know kind of leads it to detroit 2 which i thought was like i said one of the best mixtapes i heard in a decade and so i was really hyped to hear detroit 2 and it left up to what i thought it would it did. It lived up to what I thought it would. He got some good songs on that, that fucking project, man. Him and Nip, of course. Um, but Wolves with him and Post Malone. Um, my favorite song off that project is Guard Your Heart with him, Addison, Pack, Wale, and uh, and Wale. And it's it's one of my favorite songs off that project. Like I think that's one of, that is. I listen to that project, and that's. That was my first song I've, I heard that I was just like, yeah, man. That's my repeat song. That was my one of my repeat songs immediately when I heard that. Him and Wayne, him and Wayne, of course, you know, him and Wayne, of course, doing what they do um, on that project. And then, of course, it closes with the cypher, uh, with every Detroit rapper, you know, and that's some, you don't, you don't, you don't get a chance to see cities really team up like that. When Eminem did it, it was kind of like cool, but to see them also reciprocate that back to Big Sean was really dope. Um, you know, rise with with, with Don Kennedy at the end. Um, yeah, man, Detroit Two was a fucking phenomenal project, man. Um, he just dropped another EP. Um, just recently with Hit Boy. Um. One of my favorite songs of the EP isn't Loyal to a Fault. It's actually the one where he takes SWV's um, You're the One. And I grew up with that song because I'm from New Orleans. So they used to put that in bounce music. That's literally a bounce song in New Orleans. Um, so I, I love that song immediately. Um, kind of reminded me of Home. Um, what I'm trying to say is this, man. Big Sean is one of those guys that I think a lot of people, like I said, don't get the proper respect, man. And of course, um, like I said earlier, like maybe, and of course, during all that time frame, he had verses that was still killing shit. His verse on Benny the Butcher and Lil Wayne, Timeless, off Benny Butcher Project, was fucking phenomenal. Like, 
And it goes into what I was saying. Like, maybe he was doing those first two albums just because the fuck out the contract he was in. Because, you know, you find out later on that he signed a really bad contract with Kanye. And it's just like, damn, like, what the fuck? Like, even he's even said that on songs where he's alluded to, like, yo, I haven't, like, people think you've been signed for four years and I'm just able to buy my mom a house. Like, nigga, I'm just able to do that. Like, you know, like, nigga said, you know, you've been signed for four years and I'm, you know, you've been signed for four years. He's like, yeah, nigga, I'm signed for four years, but I'm just able to buy my mom a house. Like, like him even saying that, like, I love my rappers to be transparent, like, to be real with the shit. Because at the end of the day, you could do the chains and the jury and all that bullshit, but the truth about their music is that eventually you're going to have to be honest. And I feel like that was the thing about Big Sean that I, I gravitated towards. Even with Detroit, Detroit 2, any of the projects that I really have loved by, by him, he's always been honest. Even the verses that he's done. And I feel like... You know, like I said, Big Sean is one of the best rappers in the game, man. You listen to the man freestyle, you can tell he can rap his ass off. Like, he's one of those guys, man. Um, I don't know what's going to happen next with him. I, uh, this new album I'm looking forward to, if whenever he does decide to drop, he's now father now. So it's going to be an interesting project to hear because I don't know. Uh, will he go back and kick it with Kanye? Will he do more hip boy pro- hip boy songs and Metro Boomin songs? Like, what is going to be the the tone of this project, which is going to be really dope. Whenever he announces it, if he announces it soon in 2023, he's one of the artists I do believe is going to drop something maybe later on in 2023. I don't know when, but maybe later in 2023, he does drop something. Um, so yeah, man, um, all in all, man, Big Sean is, like I said, my top five of, of the 2010s. I think he's one of the best rappers in the game. Uh, a lot of people would say, nah, him for me, that's cool with you, but he's, He's one of my favorite rappers um, in the game. Um, and I think out of everybody, he's the one I feel like that's had the least amount of shine, but the most interesting career because he comes from a Kanye. Like, and, and everybody loves Kanye, but nobody want to give this man his proper respect. It's it's just so weird. But, um, yeah, but Big Sean's one of those guys, and I can't wait to see what happens next. And if you haven't heard any of those albums, any of those projects, or any of those verses, go listen to it on Spotify, Apple, wherever the fuck you listen to your music. And I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, it's been Brandon Janu, uh, Life of Times of Music, Big Sean. Peace.